0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: The Daily Intermission back in studio. Episode 56, season two, off a short and sweet one on, on Monday. Nate, how we doing, man?
0: Not too bad. <clears throat> As you can probably tell by my voice, I'm kind of battling a cold here, which is just awful for the middle of the summer. But coming along here and just, uh, just getting through it, getting through it. So not too bad.
1: No, I'm happy to hear, man. Uh, yeah, so we apologize, I guess, for the uh, for the short episode uh, there on Monday. But uh, so good news over the weekend. I mean, Cameron Smith, huge win at the Open at St. Andrews. Uh gosh, it came down to that back nine with Rory and Cam. As we were recording, we were, we, we knew that they were in a, in, in quite the battle. But uh, Cam Young ended up eagling the 18th to come second. But Cameron Smith with the big win in the open. And now the questions are, does he move to the Live Tour? And it would make a lot of sense because who is the greatest Australian golfer of all time? Greg oh. Norman. Mm-hmm. And Greg Norman is the commissioner of the Live Tour. Mm-hmm. So a lot of connections there. Yeah. Um. Obviously they would pay him through the roof. So uh, happy for Cam Smith.
0: Yeah. The, I mean, pay him through the roofs an understatement. He'd be at a ton right now to get him over there. I think ninety million was floating around. <clears throat> That's crazy. But yeah, I mean, geez, that up and down he had too. Yeah. On, on seventeen. Back, yeah. The, the one. Yep. That was disgusting. So good. So good. Yeah, we'll see what happens with him. I'm not sure if he's going to go or not, but it seems like it's leaning that way. Um, yeah,
1: see what happens. I think all indicators are that he's going to uh, wait till after the President's Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's, uh, you know, the, the US takes on the rest of the world outside of Europe. And uh, I know that's a big event for uh, for Australians. And uh, I think him and Legion are waiting. That's the rumors, anyway. Yep. Uh, but what if that then floaled? So. Nate, just moving into the tennis game, we are in the pregame show, I do apologize, quarter one after the pregame show will be MLB, quarter two of the NHL halftime show, we're going to do a little sports, would you rather, Uh, quarter three we're going to move into the ESPY awards which were held last night, Uh, Steph Curry hosted, it was good fun there, and then uh, quarter 4 we'll wrap it home, Uh, with the NFL and a little bit of the NBA news, but staying in the pregame show, Nate, Wimbledon uh, has, you know... Been in our you know our, our quick rear view and, and the tennis world uh, continues to heat up as the U.S. Open's just around the corner and the National Bank Open, which will be held in Toronto. The women's both Serena and Venus will be going. Uh, you got Bianca in the mix, um, but. Novak Djokovic will be unable to play at the U.S. Open, unable to play at, in in Canada, still due to the vaccine rules. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's unfortunate for those tournaments, but uh, but it's still, um, you know, the uh, the the laws of the
0: uh, of the countries. Yeah, it's too bad that's still going on. It seems pretty much irrelevant now, too, just with everything going like in, even in the NBA and stuff. But yeah, Canada's holding packed, so I guess he's not coming. Shame. Yeah, it's. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm not sure if he would come
1: to uh yeah, to Montreal to uh and Toronto. I think the women's are in Toronto this <clears throat> are the men's are in Montreal, but um yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what uh what happens there with Novak Djokovic because obviously he's, you know, tied with uh with Nadal in in uh in, in wins in in majors with 22 and and uh, obviously it'd be nice to uh, to be in the US Open because I mean he he would definitely be uh the favorite <laughs> um <laughs> Just stated the pregame show, Nate, the UFC announced some major brawls coming up. Peter Yan will be facing off against Sean O'Malley in UFC 280. I mean, Sean O'Malley, most of the listeners will know who that is. He's, you know, a colorful guy. He hangs up with the North Boys all the time. He hasn't really had a big fight, but Peter Yan will certainly be his biggest fight that he's ever had. So that's going to be a UFC 280 in Abu Dhabi. They Also, uh, Aljamain Sterling versus TJ Dillashaw on that card going to be a huge fight for the belt. Not sure what weight class, one of them. Uh, and uh, Nate Diaz is going to be back in the ring. He's taking on an absolute lunatic Russian, uh, uh, Chimev. And uh, I think that Chimev's going to make, I think that's a first round, like I'm taking a first round submission Okay. Uh, against Nate Diaz in that fight. That guy's a much better, he's much more in his prime. It feels like Nate Diaz to me is weathered, uh, has been through the ringer yeah. almost. It's
0: been a minute. It's yeah. exciting they have that in Abu Dhabi too. They put on such a show over there. Yeah, remember the one in Dubai? What did they have? Fight Island too?
1: Yeah, the Fight Island. That's that's kind of that was their uh, that was their their combat to uh, mm-hmm. to COVID. Yeah, um, yeah. So they went over there and lived like was it 10-15 people watching? But it was awesome that they were able to provide some entertainment For during sure. those times. For sure. Um, and Patty the Batty, Patty Pimblett is going to be fighting on Saturday. So it's a UFC Fight Night. Uh, Curtis Blades is fighting uh, the, the headliner fight against Lewis, I do believe. Anyway, uh, but. Patty the Batty Patty. is uh, going to be the, ha- uh, the headline. He's uh, he's a new character on the scene and is certainly grabbing a lot of attention. Uh, so that's going to be uh, the UFC scene this weekend
0: and uh, in the next couple months. Uh, Patty the Batty is just a social media legend. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. He's everywhere. Uh, I think With the big- Andrew Tate. Yeah. And, oh,
1: geez. That guy uh, shows up everywhere. But uh, Patty the Batty, I mean, he's the guy he's famous for. He throws on like. 30, 40 pounds after each fight, just eats whatever he wants. I mean, that makes for a long camp
0: oh uh, coming
1: into your next fight. For sure.
0: I, that cutting process must be just absolutely
1: horrid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about it with Sam Alvey. It's yeah. uh, it is a grind. It's a grind. It's a battle. Uh, moving into quarter one, the MLB was all star weekend this weekend in Los Angeles. And I think overall, it was a success. A success. I apologize. Uh, the AL won its ninth straight game. The game to me was a little boring. Uh, There was like six straight innings where the NL didn't get a hit. Um, I liked how the legends were involved this year. Uh, You bring in Miguel Cabrera. You bring in uh, Albert Pujols. Uh, They honored, obviously, Jackie Robinson's wife's 100th birthday, Rachel. So that was really nice. And the Home Run Derby, it's always a great time. Uh, Juan Soto wins the Home
0: Run Derby. But I thought, all in all, it was really well.
1: But I still think that there's more to do. For sure.
0: I find it... It's so hard. I feel like for any sports league to get like a competitive actual all star game going, like within anything, you know, it's like hockey struggles. Like the NBA's, the NBA is not terrible. The MLB, one, do they still do for the MLB? Do they still do um, whatever league wins it, they get home for the World Series? Or is that done now? I think that's done. Yeah, uh, I think that's done. Yeah, I was, I couldn't remember if that's still a thing or not. But that was, that was years ago, I think. Even, but I always thought that was a weird kind of. Kind of thing, you know what I mean? Like, say the Yankees come in this year, absolutely blow everything out of the like water, get 115 wins, and then they get to the World Series, and it's like, and hey, we're starting in Oakland. Yeah, uh, yeah, that'd be the AL still, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. just a no for sure
1: example, but. um but uh no, I I agree. It's uh, I I enjoyed that the, everyone was mic'd up. Um, you know, it's uh, it was it, it was tremendous in that sense. I mean, Alec Manoa. I mean, obviously, we we get our you know our fair share of Alec Manoa content up here in Canada. But he I mean he was he was electric, uh, calling uh, calling strikeouts punchies, and he went up and and uh, knocked three guys straight in a row, three punchies. He was going on about, but uh, no, it was good fun. Um, but Nate, in terms of the home run derby. The big event takes up the majority of that first day. I think that there's an opportunity here to maybe shorten it, make the round shorter, maybe not have those four minutes uh, for each home running, hitting uh, contest through the three or through the four rounds or three rounds, and, uh, and maybe throw in some other events.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of swinging for those guys for sure. Oh, my goodness. Just absolutely ripping balls. I mean, Juan Soto's just pulling the walk off every time getting up there. But, yeah, there could be some opportunity for some other events. Like, you were mentioned earlier, what, hardest pitch? Yeah. I just don't know how that would, like... Imagine the owners having that. It's like, all right, let's go slug your arm out when they're already pretty worried about it. It would be a sick event, though. Yeah, I think just... Unreal.
1: Yeah, like, I think if you got warmed up in the bullpen, like like you were going out to throw an inning, and, and, like, you know, especially it would mostly be closers, I would suspect, from relief pitchers. Yeah. Get warmed up, and then you throw five pitches. Yeah. You know, five fastballs yeah. as hard as you can down the middle. Um, you know, obviously there is risk injury, but it's like, you know, if the guy's taking a harder shot in the NHL, it's like, yeah, he could slip and fall, but... Yeah, I guess. You know? um but no I mean I think that there's there's other there's other ways to to provide entertainment and you don't want to have I mean that's your marquee event obviously the the home run derby but uh, but I, I think there's room for growth there and I think there's room to entertain I'm not sure about the game like I don't know if there should be adjustments to the game like we see 162 of them from each from each team all season long like is there a way that we can make that a two day celebration mm-hmm. um and uh and highlight these all-stars uh, in different ways but you know what? That's for them to figure out. But I thought, well, all in all, it was a really good, uh, it was a well-done job. And, and it marks the halfway point in the uh, in the MLB season. And So speaking of Juan Soto, after he won the home run derby, I mean, we know that he declined his $440 million deal over, over uh, 15 years. Um, and, I mean, the trade speculation has began. And yeah. uh, a lot of people wondering where this guy's going to go. And uh, I know the Blue Jays would dev- definitely be able to put together a package for Juan Soto. It's just a matter of would they be willing to give up a guy like Bo Bichette, a, you yeah. know, a, a young, couple young
0: <clears throat> prospects. That's the thing. The package is going to be absolutely massive. Yep. So it's going to be hard to see what someone would want to put up for him. Um, what was it? I was listening to Sportsnet and they said something about like it would take pretty much every prospect in the farm to get him. But I mean, I feel like if you're the Jays, you're kind of in that position to do that kind of right now.
1: Just oh yeah, the absolutely. They
0: are at this moment, so it's like.
1: Well, you look. I mean, you've got. I mean, a few more years of Vladi and Bo Bichette before you got to pay them. Yeah. Um, you know, and and right now, I mean, it it just seems like it, we talk about it all the time that American League East. When you're ready to go, you're ready to go, and and it seems like yeah. this is a window right now for the Blue Jays to go all in. It's just a matter of, you know, can you can you put together the package one and two? Is it going to make you that much better? And obviously, Juan Soto is an, uh, an immaculate superstar, and I think he's under contract for two more seasons, so you wouldn't have to pay him until the third. Um, but. Uh, but no, it's going to be interesting to see. It's uh, whatever team acquires Juan Soto is certainly going to be uh, in better shape than they were before. For sure, the uh, Yanks will be in the mix. Yep, absolutely. We'll I, I, I got it. a feeling the Astros might be as well. Yeah, that's right. Um, and don't uh, count
0: out the Dodgers. No, exactly. I go. think the
1: Dodgers are like they're pretty hefty right now in terms yeah. of you know their payroll and what they're looking at. I mean, I think yeah, they're would, the highest in the. League. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think like twenty million over the Yanks. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see what happens there. Um, Chris Sale on the eight. I mean, this guy, we I was so hyped as a Red Sox fan for his return and then gets a comeback or breaks his hand. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable, man. This guy can't catch a break. Yeah, he's had some tough luck. So uh, the Red Sox will be without Chris Sale for the foreseeable future. And as well, the Red Sox right now are coming out and they're not making any imminent moves on trying to sign Xander Bogarts and Raphael Devers long term. And this is an ownership group. I mean, Fenway, you think about Fenway, it fills up every single game. I mean, mm. this is a team that has boatloads of money. And with this new ownership, like you let Mookie Betts Go if you let both of these guys go, that that place is going to be
0: absolutely. They're going to lose their minds in Boston for sure. I mean, even I remember back when Mookie went. It was like, what is going on here? Yeah. It's like you know this team is not short on cash, and it's like you look back in like the early two thousands when it was like the Ortiz, Ramirez, like just absolute studs. Oh yeah, and they were paying them out the wheels, and now it's just like it seems like it's just like they're going to go. I know, I know, it's crazy. I mean, I think back to those teams, man. So excited, Dustin Pedroria, Kevin, Eucles.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, sick. man, Ram, you said, I mean, you look at the, the pitching, Kurt Schilling, Pedro well, Martinez, they, Josh Beckett.
0: I yeah, mean, these guys were sick. Well, what was it? They went out and got just to negotiate with Dice K back then. Yeah. It was like 50 million bucks just to talk to the guy or something oh, outrageous. Man. The guy ball. <laughs> yeah, that guy, was, that guy was such a bust. Didn't quite live up to the
1: hype. No, that's, that's a good sure. list that we should go through. One of these halftime shows is the top 10 busts in sports
0: for Ryan Leaf comes to mind. Any other busts come to mind? Are you talking about sports busts? Um, Patrick Stefan. Yeah. First overall. He was a bomb. I mean, now Yakupov. Yo, huge he was bust. He an absolute bust. Yeah. What was the guy that played for the Senators? Um, I can't remember his name. He was like 93 first overall, and he was supposed to be sick. Alexi Yashin, too. Yeah, he had some salt. Like, he wasn't a complete bust. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking guys who, like, just barely did. made it in the
1: league. Yeah. Like, Ryan Lee, Ryan Lee first overall over Peyton Manning, I do believe.
0: Right. And didn't, like, played, like, a year or two. That's so crazy. And was awful. Um, and uh, so brutal for those guys, too. They come in so hyped, and then it's just, like, forever. It's just, like, everything you see is uh, just a bust, Ever like, the biggest bust ever. Who's oh, the, yeah. Who was the guy that missed the down first base? Billy uh, the Billy Bochner. Yeah, Buckner. Yeah. Like that poor guy, man. Trying yeah. to go on to TSN, watch Sports Center. That's in like top ten every week. Yeah, that guy I don't think
1: he can actually I wonder what his relationship is with the, the restaurants and fans in Boston, like the, the business owners. I wonder if he can go. I mean, who knows? I I think people are probably over it now because the Red Sox have had a great couple decades. Yeah. But obviously before that, the curse of the Bambino and him letting one dribble through his legs wasn't wasn't a fantastic look. But That's going to conclude quarter one, MLB talk. We're going to move into quarter two in the NHL. And the biggest news in the NHL right now, and it's dominant in the NHL, is, uh, well, there is bigger news outside in the hockey world, but right now in the NHL is uh, the fact that Johnny Hockey has gone to Columbus and now Matthew Kachuk has announced that he will not not be signing long-term in Calgary Mm -hmm. and that he will be uh, testing the open market. So it's pretty much
0: Calgary Trade Me. Or I'll leave in, in, uh, after next year. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we kind of called this, it was a few weeks ago when we said, it's like if, if Goudreau leaves, like is Kachuk's going to go? And I, at that point, I, I thought he was still under contract for a year. I was unaware he was an RFA. But, uh, yeah, I mean, understandably so from him. It's like, what what is Calgary going to look like next year? You know, they, they losing Goudreau, 115-point player, and then, you know, you're going to lose Kachuk as well, 104. I mean, this is your two guys, and they're going to, they may as well, I don't know, maybe rebuild. It's going to be crazy.
1: Pretty smart business decision, in my opinion, by uh, Matthew Kachak. I mean, you look—he's playing on a line with Lindholm and, and uh, Gaudreau. Gaudreau has 115 points. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like you said, Kachak is 104. What happens next year? Who's he playing with? What's his season look yeah, like? Exactly. How does that hurt his yeah his his, uh, his sign and his and his long term deal? So it's like, listen, I'm out of here um and uh it's tough that's really really tough for calgary flames fans i mean you got two guys over the 100 point mark and they're both asking to leave i mean this is a team that when you've got a guy like markstrom and nets and a guy like daryl sutter behind the bench
0: it's pretty much a kind of a win right now yeah for sure mentality for sure i mean markstrom obviously didn't have a terrific uh end of season anyway but no um yeah we'll see it's funny when i see all the um all the teams that are like who where should Matthew Kachuk go and I always see Vegas and I'm like how in God's name is that going to work? No, you know like what do they trade Eichel? Like they got to move a ton of cap space if that's the case because he's going to be looking for a pretty penny here. I'm I'm thinking it's going to be St. Louis. Yeah, go home, go home. Yeah,
1: that's that's kind of the rumors that
0: I'm I'm feeling out. But well, uh, apparently they offered Cairo, uh, Tori Krug in a first for him and then Calgary declined it. Wow. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. That's what I saw. Holy smokes. So I would have hopped all over that. Yeah. I mean, geez, maybe they're expecting, maybe they can get a bigger package, but I feel like the longer he holds off or like the longer they hold off, that it's only going to go downward. I wouldn't think it's going to go up.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Um, it's gonna be like I would, if I were Calgary, like I would be, I would be fielding offers from from a lot of teams, and obviously to the highest bidder. But it like I always say that when when people these 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 superstars request trades, I'm just like, why aren't they just holding out for the highest bidder? But it never goes that way. It no. always seems like they go to the team that they request to go to, which is very odd because uh, obviously it's not it's not great for the organization shipping them out. But no. anyway. It is what it is, and, and obviously we're feeling for Calgary fans because man, that fan base is electric. That are, I mean, they do need to update the arena, but I thought all in all, like all I hear is terrible things about
0: the Saddledome. Yeah, I really enjoyed my time there. Yeah, I was a I like that rink a lot. Yeah. It's a it, I like it. It's lot a of good, character, it's a good spot. Yeah, good character, nice wide. You get a Zamboni through up there, as we talked about prior yep, on the concourse. Yeah, so it's a pretty pretty solid spot. But yeah, we'll see what happens with them. I'm not entirely sure what route they're going to take here, but uh, I mean, even looking last year, you're like, man, these guys have a chance to win it all. And you know they kind of got absolutely worked by Edmonton, and this is where they're at now. So we'll see what happens. Yeah,
1: for sure. It's uh, it's definitely tough times in Calgary. I uh, need. I did want to mention some notable free agents that haven't been signed yet: uh, Nazim Kadri Phil Kesso, mm-hmm. Kesso, <laughs> Phil Castle, Nino Niederreiter. Actually, just signed uh, now a couple hours
0: ago. Nashville, yeah. Nashville.
1: Uh, Evan Rodriguez, oh. a guy who kind of really stormed onto right the scene this year, shot
0: on goal machine. Yes, uh, Sonny Milano. Uh, I'm surprised Anaheim didn't keep. Milano played well with uh Zgris. yeah. It's going to be
1: interesting to see where he goes. I mean, he's still young, isn't he? 26, 25. Yeah, he's uh, I think he was a
0: 2013, maybe a 2014. So, it'd be, it'd be, it'd if anybody can punch the numbers quicker than I can, yeah, I'd say he's probably 27. Yeah, yeah, like that. uh, John Klingberg, obviously, PK Subban.
1: There's some names still out mm-hmm. uh, on the market. So, you know, if your team's been quiet, aka the Boston Bruins, um, there's still some guys out there you can fill your roster with. Um, I've still I'm still been asking around nobody really knows much about this Pavel Zaka guy obviously we, we talked about how he was 7th overall but in terms of his game I, I never watched the New Jersey Devils and when I do they always beat the Bruins yeah. and it's always Miles Wood we always we've talked <laughs> yes. about it a million different times but anyway I'm, I'm hoping that he brings a little bit more to the table than, uh, than Eric Hall but uh, we'll see
0: yeah I remember just in the World Juniors he was great Zaka, okay. but then once like New Jersey he's kind of just like the guy out there that you didn't notice him you know, he was just kind of there. He was on the team. He held out one year for more money. Okay. Yeah, I don't mind that. <laughs> and uh, but I mean, like the guy had no- nothing to even bargain with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was holding back, and they were like, "Well, dude, you can like you can." Dude, he had thirty two points last year. Exactly. He's <laughs> yeah. like, "What are you? What are you holding out for? Like, yeah. What are you expecting to get? For sure. So I don't know. He could have a resurgent in Boston. We'll see what happens. Definitely,
1: definitely. It'd be interesting to see. I guess he plays the wing and center, um, but. Uh, all right, this is a big one going on in the hockey world right now, and obviously we've got to touch on it because this is our job to uh, present sports and sports news to people. But uh, hockey Canada, the hockey Canada situation right now. So obviously in, in, in 2018, the world junior team uh, they were celebrating an event in London, Ontario. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they were in a hotel, and there was a uh, there was a situation that went on in that hotel room. And now that there's a list of names uh, that were involved in, in some um, in, in some acts, and, and we're not going to get too, too far into it. But I do want to say, you know, what does this look like? Okay, so let's break down the Hockey Canada side of things. So Hockey Canada ended up paying off. So the London Police did an investigation. They settled at $3.5 million. Hockey Canada had a slush fund mm-hmm. of $15 million, which is used for these types of situations where there's a lawsuit and something needs to be paid off or something needs to be settled. This money comes from youth hockey, from Timbitson of all the way up, uh, Hockey Canada um, sanctioned events, Uh you know, put money into this fund. I mean, it's it's a fairly corrupt organization just
0: as, as a as whole. It all comes out now. Yeah, I wouldn't have known any of this prior to this. Right? No, well, so. exactly.
1: So, I mean, you got the prime minister commenting on it. You got Tim Hortons and and uh, Scotia mm-hmm. suspending their relationships with Hockey Canada. I mean, you know, obviously, it's an awful situation all around. I mean, you hate the, and 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 the NHL is going to come down hard on on the individuals. Uh, that we're involved in these situations because uh one you've got to set precedents two you've got to make an example and three mm. there's just been so much so much coverage so much coverage so much negative light even on the NHL and and the hockey culture in the yeah. past couple seasons i mean you know whether it's the racism whether it's the it's the the treatment of players by by management you know the the predator like uh, actions that we saw with Kyle Beach and then now um, you know, the the rape culture that's that's surrounding the uh, the NHL right now. I mean, you've got to make a you've got to set precedence uh, with the situation. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all unfolds. And uh, I know it's it's a, it's this is not going anywhere. And we're about to hear a lot about it here in the For next sure. few weeks.
0: I think there's a lot more to come out here pretty soon. too. Yep. Some stuff's going to leak from court or something. It's going to be I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's going to be wild.
1: Oh man but yeah you've got a feel for uh for obviously all of the people involved, but I hope that this drives some change uh in the uh in the hockey Canada organization, and I hope that uh you know that it it's better moving forward i mean you think about all the kids that play you know hockey in canada and, and think about you know the sacrifices that our parents made uh to put us in hockey and you know year after year after year, and then knowing that this organization is just is spending it in these ways is mm-hmm. is uh is pretty tough yeah, pretty t- it's a definitely tough to eye-opening
0: for sure yeah so.
1: Anyway, uh, Eddie Olchek, Nate, absolute legend. He's uh, moving off from, from Chicago. Was a Chicago play-by-play guy. He's going to move to Seattle. Uh, love Eddie Olchek. Uh, loves his horses. Uh, obviously, you will know him from the NHL video games. But uh, I think he's an absolute
0: legend in the game. Played a long time for Chicago. Yep. Uh, but uh, Pittsburgh but, too. Yep. Yeah. You yep. know, I'm so, I'm surprised to see him moving on. That Seattle must have thrown him the bag because yep. like he is just a die-hard Chicago guy. Yep. in Pittsburgh. Like whenever he's calling the national games, like he is. He's clearly favoring these squads. You know, he played for them and stuff. Yep. So I'm surprised to see him step away from them, but. For sure. It might have. Great for Seattle.
1: Remember their owner, Rocky, at the town hall? Yes. I and mean, Eddie check was sitting there and going, what? Is,
0: yeah. I don't know. That's true. And
1: plus, too, I mean, you think about the futures of these two teams. I mean, uh, I guess, you know, I don't know how far behind uh, Chicago is from Seattle, but Seattle's going to be a fun and exciting team here, you know, Pretty say quick. say three, four years. Yeah. I mean, you know they got some some serious talent there, and it's going to be a fun team to grow with and watch. Serious fan base there as well, mm-hmm. um, so I'm excited for that team to to kind of come along and, and and be relevant. And excited to see what
0: this Beneers kid has and, yeah. and uh, Shane Wright. So well, he looked great last year. What he went on a little point streak there, and the, when they called him up at the end, yeah. And then I mean Shane Wright fall into them. They, they couldn't have asked for a better. You know oh geez they, they could have they potentially would have taken him first overall had they picked there I think. oh exactly yeah So, I mean for him to fall the four for them is just, it's gift wrapped absolutely absolutely so. uh
1: but the offseason's been hot man in the NHL and, yeah. and uh, we'll continue to follow it and that will conclude quarter Two of the Daily intermission Podcast. Now we're moving into the halftime show, and it's a would you rather segment. So we're gonna break this down back and forth. We'll dissect these would you rather questions. So these are kind of headline um narratives in the sports world, and we are gonna break down would you rather situations within <coughs> sports.
0: Yes, we are. Do you want me to start things off? Yeah, be one. Okay. Would you rather? And this is if you're a Calgary Flames fan. Yep. Have them fully rebuild now, or try to get players who can play right now for Kachuk. Just try to keep the window going, or just completely call it in and rebuild. Okay, so like for example, like
1: like go sign Nazim Kadri. bring in a guy like Klingberg.
0: Like, yeah, or you like know. try to move Kachuk for like and not just say like first round to a couple first round picks, okay. like like future considerations kind of thing. So okay, so try to keep the horse going or rebuild it completely.
1: Yeah, I think it's a complete rebuild, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you t- you look across the league, and if you take the top two players off your team, like I mean, you're just not going to be you're not going to be in the situation. I mean, you look at this, this is a team that lost in the second round. It's going to be in a division which a team like the LA Kings are getting much better. Edmonton's not going anywhere. As I, I expect, Vegas to have a very strong season. Yeah. I mean, this is a team that's going to probably struggle in the division the way they are now. I would. You know it's challenging uh, with Markstrom, uh, with a very good goaltender and a and a coach that's that's known to you know have a window. He's uh, similar to that John Tortorella that you know really hard on the guys uh, yeah. has a has a three four year window where the voice is going to work, and then you know that's that's about it for him. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if it's time to to kind of take a step back, regress, and, uh,
0: and and make some moves. I mean, um, that I think that's a route I would go in. How about you, Nate? Yeah, I'd go rebuild as well. I mean, you look at this team after losing Goudreau and Kachuk. I mean, Monaghan's absolutely irrelevant now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Lindholm had a terrific year. I like him a lot. He's great. The back end's not, like, horrible, but you just don't have the pieces now to be able to compete. So it's, like, almost to the point where it's, like, we may as well just sell off and just start over. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you don't have Goudreau, I mean, that was kind of your selling point for anybody to come to. So it's like, I don't know. Gosh, that's just two (sighs) guys you draft, two guys you farmed. Yes.
1: Oh, man, it it, it could be worrisome, Uh, you know, if you're a manager, uh, GM in in the Canadian markets and, uh, you know, Wink Wink Toronto, and you're watching these American guys, you know, get out, out, you know, as soon as possible. Yeah. I guess Toronto's a little different because it's kind of the mecca yeah. uh, in the entire NHL, but yeah, it's it's challenging. And I mean, even for Calgary and Edmonton, I mean, you think about Edmonton, brand new arena, you know, every event that's hosted uh, in that Alberta region is, is going to Edmonton now due to the state-of-the-art arena, and, and, and now you've got... Yeah, just that those Western Canadian markets. I mean, you know, as a player, you got to put yourself in those shoes. Like, I think I would rather be in Vancouver. Um, You know, that's such a beautiful city. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a little bit more out west in in that uh, Pacific time zone. And anyway, it's uh, it's it's definitely challenging times in Calgary. But I think it's time to blow it up, man. When you lose your two top guns
0: and. Um, but even I if know, you like you said you bring in Kadri I don't think it's yep. like gonna make enough of a difference no today. gosh no so.
1: no we just watched Kadri be like the fourth best player on his team this year yeah and they won the cup obviously but mm-hmm. like you know it would you can't have his, him be your top gun no yeah, and then, who's
0: to say he replicates this career season too? And his yes. contract year, so exactly. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in Old Saddle Domeville.
1: Definitely. All right, Nate. If you are the city of Toronto, you're a fan in Toronto. Would you rather acquire the Blue Jays acquire Juan Soto or the Toronto Raptors acquire Kevin Durant?
0: Um, I feel like right at this given moment, definitely Juan Soto. I feel like the Jays are a little closer. The thing is, too, like Kevin Durant, like you don't like. I mean, this guy—they had it all in Brooklyn, and you know, one like you know, this year goes sour or goes sour, and then I feel like he would come to Toronto and it'd be like a year thing, and he'd be like, "I want out of here." Whereas, like Soto, you can stack up now, have a real legitimate chance, and I feel like the Blue Jays, as I said, was just a little bit closer than the Raptors are, obviously. So I, I would take the Soto over Durant. I think. What about you? Yeah,
1: I think I'm on the same kind of, uh, same path as you, same wavelength. I think that uh, Toronto, the, the Blue Jays are like a, a, a more, right now, more ready roster to win a championship, but any team with Kevin Durant, man, it's just like, he's know. like... You it would know, be electric for oh, the city. man, he's just... Auto cello. Like he, oh my gosh, he had a, you know, obviously a terrible series against uh, the Celtics and they got swept, but I mean... Like, he, he's still the most prolific scorer in the NBA. When healthy, I mean, you, you could make an argument he's the top three player, and I, I I don't think it's a tough argument to make. I mean, this is... We're talking about a mega star, <laughs> and, I mean, we're talking bigger than Kawhi Leonard. Yes, for sure. Um, for you know sure. So... It's uh, it's interesting. I I think you you I think you said it right though, Nate. I mean, the Blue Jays are a team that's more ready to win, and it's going to be this season. I mean, we looked and we talked to Russell Dorsey, for example, the MLB insider for uh, for Valley Sports, and he talked about how the Blue Jays were a really exciting team, and a lot of a lot of MLB insiders before the season had the Blue Jays winning the World Series. Yeah. So. You know, this is a team that's probably the most ready, and uh, and Juan Soto should. But I mean, what are the chances that Mark Shapiro or uh, flip it over to Bobby Webster and uh, and Masai Ujiri? What are the chances that these guys make a run at these guys?
0: Well, what was it for the Durant? They said they it has to be Scotty Barnes inclusive. Yeah, which I'm not sure they're like willing to do. Are they like they kind of want to hold on to Scotty? But I mean, they yeah, I don't know. Maybe they do take a run at him. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I I, I just feel like Soto's more more of a sure bet than than getting Durant for me. Yeah. I just feel like it's more likely. Yeah. I just, I just don't know. This, the KD thing just seems so, like, a little far-fetched to me for him to come to Toronto. I don't know why it is, but maybe it's because you just hear about every time anybody is looking for a trade, it's always just, Toronto, you know, Canada media. It's like, he's coming yeah. to the Raptors. And it's like, well, I don't think, but we'll see what happens. But I'm going to say Soto. I like it. Yeah. All right, Greg, if you're LeBron James... Do you, at the start of next season, do you want Russell Westbrook in the starting lineup or not?
1: Oh, this is interesting. This is interesting. Okay, so these three apparently had a phone call. uh, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, and LeBron saying that they're ready to run it. But, I mean, I, I mean... Okay, we we have got to give Russell uh, Westbrook a little bit of defense because I mean we look at Anthony Davis, but he played like thirty games last year, yeah. LeBron like fifty some, and then Russell kind of took the took
0: the load. Oh, he was like he he's the, the whipping boy. He absolutely got the bad end of the stick. Played
1: seventy nine games or something, yeah. and then just I mean got I mean everyone he is the whipping boy. And but obviously he's there to be the number three guy, which at times he was expected to be the number one. I don't think he's got that in him, but I I mean. You know what, Nate? I'm going to say if you're LeBron, you don't want him. Yeah. I think with that cap space, you're going to bring in guys like Buddy Heald, uh, bring in other guys um, you know, from around the league, more depth pieces, which we see you know, become a little bit more important, like that 8-9 man rotation uh, come, in, come the playoffs. I mean, those three superstars uh, will get you a long ways, but I'm not sure if they can get you a championship. I mean, a healthy Anthony Davis, LeBron James, we saw, that is enough to get you a championship. But Russ, it didn't look great last season at the time. So
0: yeah.
1: I'm going to say if you're LeBron, you don't want him. <laughs> But I don't know. Apparently, yeah. he did a year ago. I, I, so
0: I mean, yeah, I know. It seems like he wanted them a year ago. At some point, he didn't want them, and now they've had this phone call, and they're all fully on the same page, which could change five games into the season.
1: And who out of that phone call reached out to someone? In the, this is where I don't get these storylines that come out sometimes, Nate. It's yeah, like it was who? like
0: Shams listening in on yeah, the call? Like exactly, the fourth guy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how legitimate is this? source yes you know like what is this? like
1: lebron yeah lebron called woge right after the phone calls listen yeah. we just had a phone call we're running it back
0: although he may do that yeah exactly that honestly yeah. wouldn't shock me yeah I know. But, but uh yeah i don't know it's pretty it's it's outrageous oh. what it is i i have no clue what's going on there i thought it was for sure like westbrook gonzo Yep. and now it's like uh, is he staying Like, it's outrageous.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see for sure. Um, Gosh, the NBA is going to... The offseason is just always so electric. All right, Nate, moving to the MLB. Would you rather the MLB's skill competition to be solely the home run derby or for them to add some incremental events to include more than just eight home run hitters?
0: Yeah, I mean at this point they may as well just add some more stuff like even with everything with like obviously baseball's trending downward attendance wise like viewership wise you may as well add in a few like just hilarious things like let's get some let's get some mario super slugger stuff going on you know guys are swinging blindfolded or something you know like get some just some hilarious events even just the t- fastest around the bases yeah i mean that would be cool you too. know yeah. like, who's the That's, fastest guy of in the league you could do. Like, like like just crown accolades like Best like, diving catch? Best diving catch. Yeah. Like you It'll start be off, sick. the guys just hit it over like a little blooper and then just see what you can do. Like yeah, you can land it. Exactly. But like, as I said before, I could see the owners just like watching. It's like, all right, so he's doing a diving catch and what's he going to try and pull out? It's like, you see a guy ripping ACL? It's like, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have we done? But For sure. No, I think you may as well bring in some more stuff. Try to get like the, the younger generation more involved with it. Because, you know, it's just, I, I love watching the Home Run Derby. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm, I am fine with it being just that, but it would also be cool to see some other stuff like just throw it in for shits and giggles. Like let's see the bases running. Let's I do not see the diving cats. Let's see who can hang over the boards and or over the like the dugout and who can fly into the dugout at the fastest race, you know, like, yeah, I, don't, I mean, that one's obviously never going to happen, but
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I think there's some cool ideas that you can float around and make it a little bit more captivating for the audience, make it more of a spectacle than just eight guys ripping dingers, yeah. which like you said, is an amazing event. Yes. But I mean, maybe cut it down in time. One guy, Nate, I didn't mention it in quarter one, but Pete Alonzo, man, this guy put on the milkiest performance I've ever seen, man. It looked like it was the world series. He was gaming up for man. He was so dialed in. He was walking around the clubhouse. Like he owned the place. He comes out, wins, <coughs> wins round one. And then <coughs> excuse me. then loses round two. I was Loving that he lost. I mean, he was going to be the first player ever to win three home run derbies in a row, which I get is an amazing feat. But, man, I just thought this guy, like, the way he was... Like, he looked like he was having no fun. It was completely dialed in. Didn't have a smile on his face.
0: Just absolutely dialed in for the 3 Pete. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Juan Soto was having a good time out there. Oh, my goodness, man. Just bat flipping, chucking everything. The
1: Dominican boys put on a show, man. They They love each other, too. Like, Pappy's out there running around. I mean, you got Vladdy Guerrero Jr. bringing Gatorades over to the guys. I mean, it's awesome.
0: It's awesome. They also had, like, the Dominican guys had that, uh, or or maybe the MLB did it either way. They had that Bad Bunny guy up there. Yeah, he came out with the trophy. I I had never even heard of this guy. Neither have I. But then I started listening to that Cardi B song. I like it. And he's on there. He goes to the part where he does like all the Dominican rapping. Okay. And he's like apparently just like a stud. He's got 41 million Instagram followers. Wow. Yeah. Okay. he's just like the pride of music in Dominican Republic.
1: Okay. Yeah. So he was there. Think about those guys. I'm just so sidetracked sidetracked in this halftime show but think about the guys in the uh, Dominican Republic. I mean you've You've been and and uh, or you've been to Cubanate or Dominican. Uh, yeah, I've been to both. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, you just think about those those oh those nations, God. and then you go over there with a hundred million or like whatever, like,
0: by the island, man. It, like Cuba, Cuba, especially. Yes, exactly. I mean, no disrespect.
1: No, no. This these place are is diff- a dump. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're definitely just they're underdeveloped. You underdeveloped. Know. Yeah, it's. I mean, you would be.
0: Yeah, it, 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 it's just... It's tremendous what these, these well, guys... The average Joe goes down there is a legit millionaire. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, like, these guys coming down here that are legit, like, three-digit millionaires. And it's like, holy smokes, fellas. Oh, man. Oh, man. Just let, imagine walking in there. You'd be like, oh, my God, there he is. Dude, the way they there drive is down there, Ortiz. too, man. Oh! Dude,
1: the way they drive in Dominican Republic, I'm they could make a documentary on it, man.
0: I thought I was going to die probably ten times. Dude, I... we took, When I was in Cuba... We took out mopeds going down the highway. Mine like maxed at 70. So I had lost everybody. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking over. I've got cabs in between. Like I'm in Cattle. Yeah, like I'm in the middle. Like the ocean's right there. I'm in the middle of like, I've got a a bus, a cab, another guy. And like I'm completely boxed in and I'm just like on this like moped Moped. going. And I'm like, I'm. this is the most unpredictable thing I've ever been a part of. And I was like, I'm getting run off the road. No way I make it through this. Anyway, I- the darkest
1: moment of my life, I think personally, was on my way out of the resort to the airport. Probably a forty-five minute drive through the Dominican Republic. Full-on anxiety attack the entire time. Yeah. And this guy's swerving, swerving, uh, re- honking, beeping Like just yeah, it's, it was like it's chaos. I was like I was. This was like, it was me hugged onto the van, like just uh, just grabbing against the uh, just, the handle, just waiting it to just, get to the airport. Exactly. To a little safer. And then and dogs then get, rolling around in the air. Anyway, it yeah, was yeah.
0: It's a. Uh, Oh man, that airport too! Oh, oh my god, <laughs> it's a community center. Oh man, it's absolutely
1: hilarious. It's so there. small. Um, anyway, gosh, uh, that was a little offside or a
0: little off uh, topic. Um, uh, but uh, but yeah. Nate, we'll get into my third one here. Let's go to your third one. Uh, okay, so Greg, would you rather the Cleveland Browns completely write off their season this year, yep. go for a pick, or excuse me, do they go? and make a trade, try to get a quarterback, and be semi-competitive this season. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so so Deshaun Watson,
1: obviously, I think it's going to be a year suspension. We'll get it to a chord four. Uh, so, like, it doesn't look like he's going to be able to play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, like, do you go after a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you go after a readily available quarterback? Or do you just say, I, I think Jacoby Brissett's there? I'm not sure. Uh, you know, so I think Baker Mayfield, the last... Three, he was like six wins, six wins, eleven wins, six wins. Listen to Marcellus Wiley, Marcellus Wiley from F one talk about it a little bit, but I think me, I think you just you, you you've got a, such a great team there is the issue. Mm, um, tough to
0: just blow it up,
1: and oh yeah, you, you can't you can't blow it up. The thing about the NFL though, it's just such a year to year basis. I yes. like you could be really good. What happens to Miles Garrett at the end of the season? What happens to your backfield? Nick Chubb's obviously right in his prime. You got Kareem Hunt who is in his prime as well and in their backfield. I mean. Yeah, I think that you've got to try to find a quarterback and try to make the most with your roster, and and obviously you've got Deshaun Watson for the foreseeable future, and, and he can do a lot. He can bring a lot, you know, a, t- a team with with a little to none t- no talent to the playoffs. So, yeah, I I think you've got to find a quarterback need to, to try to bring it in and uh, and to win games. I honestly just stuttered on so many words there. So, uh, but uh, but Nate, my final one here, man. You're the major championships of golf. You're uh, you're the PGA. You're not the PGA, you're the US Open, you're the Open, you're the Masters Committee, all these committees, and you have to decide whether, would you rather have the Live Tour guys in all of these events throughout the season, or would you not?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, I feel like they've got to make a move with the PGA, kind of collaborate, and just be like, listen, we can't have these guys, or else it's just going to keep continuing like this, and the PGA is not going to have anybody. Like, I feel like it's kind of up to the PGA to kind of, like, step up, maybe set up some sort of, like, you know, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but like some sort of like contract where it's like, listen, you can't come just like go to this tour and then just come back and play all the majors. Yeah. Because I mean, the PGA's they're going to be completely screwed pretty soon. hundred percent keeps up like this. Yeah. So, I mean, they've got to make a move. And honestly, I think they might've waited too long already. Like it's, there's going to be so many guys over there and it's, uh, I mean, I think that's the move you got to make. You can't just let them continue to play. Yeah. It's just,
1: if they get Cam Smith, that's, that's going to be the biggest one yet, for sure, for me. Yeah. This is the guy that... I mean, I think DJ's 16th in the world, and he's the highest-ranked guy they've got right now. Yeah. Um, and Smith
0: the, comes in at, what, 6th? Yeah, 2nd uh, right now. Oh, he's 2nd now? Yeah, after yeah. the win, yeah. Right, right.
1: So, 2nd in the world rankings. I mean, you get the number 2 player in the world over there. Now we've got some issues. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens with the world rankings for like DJs? He's still included in those or this is interesting yeah Yeah. so the live tour right now doesn't have access to those world rankings so if you don't have exemption um like dj would because he's won majors like um patrick reed would because he's won the masters like these other like brooks kapka would because he's Mm -hmm. won majors if you don't have exemption guy like taylor gooch he may not be accumulating points over there because world golf ranking points get you in majors right so yeah it's going to be interesting to see i mean there's a lot of moving parts in the golf world i don't think we've ever seen any sport in this type of, I mean, this in my lifetime, yeah. This, this type, yeah, of, of like just this.
0: situation. This is some um, Danbury trasher stuff. Yeah, you absolutely from the NHL. Man. Yeah, oh my. There goodness. was also a league uh, when the NHL went into lockout. They tried to like the WHA. Uh, it it might have been that, or maybe something like a little different, but it was okay. the co- same kind of concept. Yeah, as like back when that was like the seventies into the eighties. Yeah. But yeah, they tried to like formulate a league and just like take out the NHL where the lockout was going on. So I mean, that's the closest I can think of. Like obviously, the NFL has never had a comparison. No, nope. the NBA hasn't been close. No. Nope. Um. I mean, no one, no one's rushing to the Russian hockey league. That's for true. It's just really unique
1: in the golf in the golf world because it's just like you could do it in ten. Like you could do it in the individual sports because they're independent contractors. Like you could do it in tennis. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could do it in these individual sports where they're it's a independent. Could to get a
0: team together. It, yes. Yeah um Like, you're not going to get a league of. of <laughs> well, imagine know, just some like. The NFL. Like, yeah. Some football league starting up in like China. And they're like, oh, we're going to pay you guys out the ass. And yeah. it's like, all right, well, like, what does this even look like? You have four teams to start? Yeah. It's like, we're not doing this. No, exactly. Oh.
1: Um, but uh, but Nate, that's going to conclude the halftime show. That was a lot longer than I expected, um, but we'll get through these these last two quarters as we always do in record time. Uh, quarter three, Nate. The SB Awards were hosted last night by Steph Curry. He made some hilarious jokes, man. I yeah. wonder who writes these jokes for these guys because oh. I know for certain he
0: wasn't. Oh my god, not a shot. <laughs> uh, there's there's like a lot of
1: Kevin Hart must have been that. involved.
0: Yeah, because oh, Hart good buddies, yeah, would be involved. They usually just have writers anyway. Like even for the roasts and stuff. Yes, there's a lot of like some comedians won't even write their stuff for that. <clears throat> I mean, like when they did the Bieber roast, like Bieber, Bieber's were was absolutely gold. Yeah, it's like did you, did you mix that up last night, Justin? Yeah, yeah. There's no shot. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see who did. I bet you're probably right though. Kevin Hart probably had a good uh, a good influence on it. I would bet. Yeah. No. It's uh. It was a. It
1: was a good show and. Uh, obviously, a lot of uh, A-list celebrities in town for the ESPYS. Our girl Olivia Dunn, looking absolutely stunning. Um, but uh, just some notable awards: a Best MMA Fighter, Charles Oliveira; Best NFL Player, Aaron Rodgers, which I think is a complete joke. Yeah, you just had the Rams win the Super Bowl. Cooper Cup won the Super Bowl MVP. This guy was insane. Aaron Donald on defense was insane. Give it to one of those two guys
0: who mm-hmm. won a ring. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Aaron Rodgers? I mean, these award shows are just like, they pop up and I never have any idea. You got when they're happening. You got the Grammys, you got the Oscars, you got the ESPYs. It's like...
1: The Met Gala.
0: Yeah, the Met Gala. You got the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show.
1: That's one that I've got circled every year, though.
0: yeah. When is it?
1: Uh, I'm actually not certain.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's cold out. I know that. Yeah. In December. Might yeah, be in December. That's right. But either way, that is
1: one to circle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, no, it's December 13th this year. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, 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 Steph Curry, uh, best NBA player. Best game was the Chiefs-Bills. No real surprise there. That was f- yeah. such an insane game, the yeah. FC Championship. Uh, Woman Athlete of the Year, Katie Ledecky. Yeah. Um, and, Shout uh, out. I should say female athlete of the year, women at anyway, and male athlete of the year, yeah. uh, Sohei Otani, also the MLB player of the year. So no that's real surprises fan. there, yeah. but uh, just for Aaron Rodgers, for me, it was a little insane. Like his offseason, obviously, was crying all offseason.
0: Was going yeah. to st- stay in, our, in Green Bay, and then, I mean, he had a good season, but I had a lot um, going on through the year. Yes, man. To be the just unanimous MVP here at the ESPYS. The ESPYS,
1: <laughs> absolutely electric. But that was fun last night, Nate. That's going to conclude quarter three. Just a quick quarter there. I uh, was running the time. Um, (laughs) NFL and NBA uh, quarter four uh, just some NFL talk here Nate so the 49ers have granted Jimmy Garoppolo permission to seek a trade this is a guy who gets dubs he's just really not that clutch in the postseason Um, so it's going to be interesting to see I mean a lot of teams it would be an upgrade for a lot of teams but he also carries a huge contract like I think it's 26 million bucks a Mm -hmm. season um, well, I mean,
0: it, if, if we're gonna continue on like Cleveland said, yeah, I and mean, this is probably the most realistic option when you think, definitely, so
1: definitely, Jimmy G in Cleveland,
0: Jimmy yeah. G, Jimmy, Jimmy
1: Garopp, Jimmy GQ. This guy is a good-looking guy, man. He was plowing
0: porn stars, was he? Oh, I think so. Oh my, yeah, he's uh, he's, he's a, a stud. Modern day Travis Kelsey.
1: Yes, that's 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 those boys in the NFL get it done. Yeah.
0: There's no kidding there.
1: Um, Bucks signed Kyle Rudolph, and that is signs that Gronk is not going to be making a return anytime soon. So yeah. they've signed tight end Kyle Rudolph to join O.J. Howard and Cameron Braith there in the tight end room in Tampa Bay. And Watson and the NFLPA are going to, I guess a year suspension is, is rumored, Nate, from the NFL. So they're going to challenge that full season suspension. A little appeal action. A Classic. little appeal, yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I'm not sure how far he could get it down. Yeah. You know, if you're going to get a full season suspension, it might even be tough to even appeal at all. Yes. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think this is a guy that deserves a sit-out a year. I mean, you just paid off 30 masseuses. Yeah.
0: You know? Uh, yeah. 30! Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean... I mean, it's almost two per suspended game. Yeah. Uh,
1: um, Gosh. Anyway, um... Uh, Moving into the NBA in eight quarter four, uh, DeAndre Ayton that was an interesting situation. So mm-hmm. the Pacers, right, uh, yes. was the one who uh, who matched
0: or or um, offer sheeted him. Yeah, to yeah, my understanding, they he, were throwing in the towel. Yeah, as oh, recently is yeah. the end of last season. Well, yeah, as soon as it ships
1: a bonus off mm-hmm. to Sacramento, I was like, okay, well these guys aren't yeah. looking. And I mean, they got uh, Buddy Hield and Tyrese Halliburton, but yeah, I mean, they're. I mean, I guess. I mean, who knows? Anyway, but uh, yeah, they. Uh, they're not looking good, and but the Suns end up getting them back. Match the offer sheet. DeAndre Ayton staying uh, with the Suns. Uh, that's good for them. Man, he's a young yeah. stud.
0: Who plays the. He's a gigantic human being. So, uh, what was it? It was the biggest offer sheet in NBA history. And yeah. But they had 48 hours to match it, and by God, I think it took him upwards of 15 minutes. Yeah. That was yeah. the quickest match I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was absolutely. He was just. No time to pack the bags. No, no, no. He, he was, wasn't going anywhere. No,
1: he was staying with the Suns. James Harden signs a two-year, $68.6 million deal, and that's going to give uh, Philadelphia a little breathing room to maybe acquire someone to help mm-hmm. out with him and Joel Embiid. Uh, the Lakers and Pacers are discussing a potential Buddy Heel deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what happens there. And uh, Miles Bridges uh, guard for the Charlotte Hornets. I wonder what he's a small forward, but uh, three, account, three, three counts. Of domestic violence. Mm. So he will not be playing, I doubt, uh, come day one oh, of I the NBA would season. I do not
0: think. Um, I just wanted to touch on DeAndre Aiden again. Sure. Um, are you uh aware of what the RFA thing is on offer sheets, like what uh Phoenix would have gotten in return? I'm not I'm not sure what the compensation would have be. I would assume it must be absolutely first, asinine. First round pick? Yeah, maybe. I know. he was first overall, I do believe. DeAndre Aiden? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that, so, it, it goes generally by how much money is offered. Okay. It goes up. Okay, so I know in so the NHL, it's like once you get over like ten million, it's like it might be four first, first round picks. Okay. Honestly, it's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I it would have been a lot. To, yeah, has, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what it would have been, but that's been wild.
1: that's record time is always neat. That's going to cook quarter four. A little bit of NFL, a little a little bit of NBA news. Um, fire wagon and dog water of the week. My fire wagon might be the same as yours, Cam Smith. Yes, well, it is. Cam Smith, man. This guy is such an absolute weapon, man. We talked about it on the uh, on Live on the Line, or you did, Nate. I mean, winning the Players' Championship, Century Tournament of Champions. I mean, now he's won, which is in Hawaii. Now he's won the, the Open. He's got his first major. I mean, this guy's not slowing down anytime soon. I mean, when he gets his putter hot, probably the best player
0: in the world. If, uh, yeah, he's unbelievable. What is it I was saying on Live on the Line? 1.6 strokes per hole, or putts per hole, which is just absolutely crazy if you think yep. about it. Um does he get exemption to every major with the one win? Yep, yeah, with the, with one okay. in the Open, uh, right. I do
1: believe he's exempt in every major until twenty twenty seven. Okay, but a guy like Cam Smith doesn't really mean that much because no. over the next five years he's mm-hmm. going to win events and do place well enough in events and yes. do well enough to place himself in those majors. Anyways, I was just thinking for like if he goes
0: to the Live Tour though. Oh yes, exactly. He, yeah, he, 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 he yeah. yeah set. So, so
1: yeah. You know. The amount of money over there, anyways, oh, it's man, insane. It's, I don't
0: even know where it's coming from. Well, I guess I do, but.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, it's not great. Uh, dog water of the week for me, Nate. This is an interesting one. I was kind of weighing out the ins and outs of the dog water. But I'm going with Matthew Kachuk. Okay. And I know it's a smart move business-wise. But this is a guy, you're probably going to be the captain of the team in a Canadian market. And I think just overall, it's just going to set the tone for American-born players
0: moving forward uh, that Canada's not the place to be. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, this guy had like he was obviously in the running. He was going to be the captain of this yep. team. Like, yep. It was it was inevitable. Um, but,
1: but the days of the legendary one team, no one
0: really cares about that.
1: Nobody man. cares about legacy anymore.
0: Like that's why we're gonna move into my dog water. It's Johnny Goudreau. Yeah, super quick. But like that's another one. Like you know what I mean? You uh, you went to Columbus. Like this guy was auto getting his number retired. You know he was oh, a yeah. Calgary Flame legend. Yeah, forever. You know he could have gone down as potentially like he would have been top five greatest flames of all time. Yep. And now he's just kind of parted off. He's gone to absolute no man's land. And like what? Like what is the what is the game plan in Columbus? Also, like I'll throw New Jersey in there too. Like why did you not grab this guy? Yeah. I don't know he obviously had a shot for it. I just don't. I just don't not get this. But it's
1: two super unique hockey players as well. Mm-hmm. Very, very, unique very unique brands yeah. of hockey that these two bring to the table. Anyway, it's yeah. a shitty week for uh, for Calgary Flames fans. For sure. All right, folks. Here. <coughs> make sure you go subscribe to the YouTube. Make sure you're following along on all those social media platforms. Make sure you give this episode a rating. We need you guys to rate it five stars. Go, go leave us a comment and uh, and we'll be back on Friday.
0: Yes, we will. Is it? No, we'll be back on Monday. Oh, yes, we will be back on Monday. Yeah. Yes, I right. lose track of days every day when we yeah. we're recording. It also feels like maybe that short episode was uh, like a Friday or something. I don't yeah. Know. It seems like it's been a minute. That was so a
1: whirlwind been... of a few days for me, man. I was
0: yeah. hung. Yeah. So anyway, well, we'll be back on Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good week, gentlemen. Weekend.